This is the Super Sports Schools Podcast, bringing you stories of our future stars powered by Spurs Stake Ranchers. One, two, three, go! Hello and welcome to what is a very special episode of the Super Sports Schools Podcast brought to you by Spur. My name is Alex White and today's episode is special because we're looking forward to the rugby season that's coming up. Now there's rugby this week, there's rugby next week, and there's going to be rugby for many more weeks as we get into the second term and get into the season properly. But as we get into the season, we thought it would be a good idea to have a look at who are the players to watch, who are the ones to look out for and be excited about, and then who are the honourable mentions. When we say that in this show, we're going to talk about a lot of players. But specifically, we're going to talk about 15. Who are the 15 players to watch? Who are they and which schools do they come from? Now, we at Super Sports Schools couldn't choose a 15, so we've brought in Tom Pullen from Next Gen 15. They do this every year, choose 100 players to watch, and then a 15 to watch, and then one player who's like the shining star. Tom Pullen chats with us, and I say us because it's not just me. We've brought in our own Super Sports Schools experts, and they are Sput Smith, who manages commentary at Super Sports Schools, amongst other things, as being a school manager as well, and Hannes Nienaber, Basically, the school sport, not just rugby, the school sport encyclopedia. I'll jump in here and there to 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 check a few things, but mostly they're just going to chat about the 15 players that Tom and his team at Next Gen 15 have selected. They'll go over all 15 positions, tell you who to watch, why to watch them, and which schools they play for as we build up to the season. This episode is a bit longer than normal so that you get all that great content. And remember, the Super Sports Schools podcast is now also the Super Sports Schools vodcast, as you can watch it on channel 216 on DSTV. Every week, we've got new episodes out for you to enjoy. You can watch it online as well or via the Super Sports Schools app. And finally, you can stream, download, listen, and show some love wherever you are with whatever podcast app you prefer. But now, without any further ado, Let's get into this week's episode and find out who are the 15 to watch. And if you already know who they are, because this list has been out already, let's find out why. And to help me do that, I'm joined by a very special panel. Two people from Supersport Schools, Sput Smith, who helps manage and run our commentary team, and Hannes Ninaba, the Encyclopedia of School Sport. Then joining us all the way from across the seas from Next Gen 15, Tom Fullen, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, pleasure to be here. I think just to start off, if we go uh, through each of you, I think starting with the guys from Supersport Schools, to just say who you are and what it is that you do in terms of the world of uh, school sports. So maybe we start with you, Hannes. Thanks, Alex. Uh, Hannes Nidalbe here. Um, I started uh, covering schoolboy rugby back in 2007. Uh, became a passion quite quickly. I think as uh, everybody knows and um, if you start uh, within schoolboy rugby uh, joined uh, super sports schools recently as well uh, and we're going to build out some of the other sports as well um, in the school fraternity basketball football hockey netball out as well uh, hopefully on the same level that we have uh, school rugby at the moment um, uh, that we've done so we are um, quite excited uh, for the future of, of school sports well uh First of all, thanks for having me, Alex. Uh, well, I commentated uh, my first schoolboy rugby game in 2017. It was at the St. John's College Festival, where I think you might be doing a couple of games later this year. <laughs> and uh, 
Yeah, it's been a it's been a hell of a journey since then. Um, I think uh, last count, it's been about two hundred and thirty schoolboy rugby games that I've that I've commentated on. Um, since I had the privilege as well to join SuperSport and do commentary on the Varsity Cup and Toyota Challenge, and uh, a bit later this year, uh, from April onwards, the Curry Cup. Um, but yeah, one passion will will always probably remain schoolboy rugby. It is the purest form of the game, and uh, yeah, so that's me in a nutshell. And and I have since joined the SuperSport Schools family in a in a capacity as a as a schools manager in the Free State and Northern Cape and Northwest uh, a little bit. And uh, yeah, naturally, it's just grown into the commentary space as well for SuperSport Schools, probably because uh, one has been around the block a little bit. Awesome, but thank you so much. Uh, definitely those 230 games are going to be very useful for today's discussion. But just before we get to that, uh, our special guest from across the seas, Tom Fullen, can you uh, introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, so basically started this off as a bit of a hobby slash passion project and um, grew into what it is today. So we've got a presence in South Africa and England. Um, I obviously cover the South African side of things. I think like growing up in South Africa, Red blooded male, you just you grow up with school rugby, the traditions, the ethos, all the rest of that. Um, and you know, I just uh, decided to take a stab at things that I never expected to be here. I mean, look, I'm here to voice the school rugby and the scrap of school rugby, so I joined the big boys club, eh? so happy to be here. Um, so Tom, we want to get into that discussion now, why we're all here to talk about the upcoming season of schoolboy rugby and next gen 15. There's a list that's been put out. We're here to discuss that list, talk about that list, see what we're most excited for in this upcoming season. But can we just first get a bit of a background from you on the list? Okay, so basically I was in contact with a guy from New Zealand that runs a website called High School Top 200. Now he ranked players. Um, and I just said to him, I don't think that'll quite work in South Africa, but I thought something like a, a 100 to watch would be quite cool. And then out of those 100 to watch, sort of look at 15 players to watch. And then out of those 15 players, name a number one prospect. So almost like Americanizing a bit, but make it a bit fun. I mean, this is far more for the youngsters than it is for anybody else. Um, obviously the first year's reception was, uh, you know, it was, it was quite, uh, we got featured on rugby pass, which is quite nice. And then it gets traction. Um, and then it's sort of just grown from there. Um, you know, I think people sort of look forward to it every year. Um, obviously I get inundated with messages from angry parents, you know, leaving Bill Johnny off the list and all the rest of it. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, you, you always put a caveat in place, right? That like, these are just guys that I'm watching. I don't profess to be an expert. I'm just someone that's passionate about the game. And these are the guys that I'm keeping an eye out on. And, um, you know, I always try and put these things like pre-season because it's, you know, post-season sort of like a low hanging fruit. We sort of know who the best 15 is. But it's more of a challenge to say, right, these are the 15 guys that I'm really keen to watch and keep an eye upon. And um, then what actually happens, you end up learning through that process because you get so many messages telling you what a fool you are and you missed out this play. And it's like, okay, great. Now I've got that guy in my database that I'm going to watch. So it's actually part of the learning process. Um, so yeah, that's that's basically how we came up with the 15 to watch. We also do the under 20 level, um, but obviously that's nowhere near as popular as the South African under 18 side of things. Yeah, I can imagine definitely the, the, the school vibe is very exciting, trying to see who makes it into that 15 to watch. And just for someone who hasn't seen the list, uh, in terms of, is it 1 to 15, as in you choose someone in each position, or is it just 15 players? 
No, it's 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 uh, each a player in each position, and then I obviously yeah. I do honourable mentions um, of other players that I feel were quite close to making it. Um, but again, just I have to say to everybody watching, it's opinion based. I'm no expert. I'm just an enthusiast. Yeah, and and luckily we've got Hannes and Sputia. I mean, as as close to I think experts in schoolboy rugby as it is possible to get. And one thing with Supersport Schools is that there's a lot more exposure these days than there's ever been before on many sports, especially rugby. So that's what we're here to discuss. I think, Tom, if you can kick us off and uh, Hannes and Sputz, I think it's time to chat a bit about the players. Okay, well, starting off at fullback, I went with uh, JT Stradon from Otaniqua. Um, I just thought he showed incredible maturity last year. Um, I think he played as a class at like a sort of under 14 level. Then obviously due to the pandemic, we sort of lost that sort of under 15, under 16 type age group level. But um, yeah, I, I just think he's a very unique talent. Um, got a lot of speed, great boot on him. Um, you know, all the goods essentially. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I, think, him, uh, I think. Sorry, it's good. Um, yeah, no, the, no, 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 for it. Is 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 probably a, a, a I'm a bit faster than Spud. Um, I'll claim that. So, <laughs> so um, I also believe JT Stradom. I, I just want to start out by saying I, I think for um, as you make yourself a bit of a novice, uh, you pick the proper team for for a novice. If I can say that, um, thank you. Uh, you. You're probably not a novice anymore at all. So yeah, uh, JT Stradom, good pick there. But, um, I would say, and you having under your honorable mention, mentions, one guy that I would be looking out for this year, but it's probably because I'm living up north, is Jody Chambriel. He was exceptional for Monas last year without the, in the knockout phases as well for the Nordfall competition. So, yeah, it's going to be a close call between the, uh, you're probably in that honorable mentions and with JT Stratum, you have the SA schools fullback in there, I, I promise you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, if, if, if I can cut in here, um, Tom, like Hannes said, I, I think you're way past the novice stage. I always look forward to, to, to seeing your selections and your picks and sort of brainstorming by myself, you know, uh, what, what would I have selected there? Um, look, as much as I, as I dislike agreeing with Hannes Ninaba on a lot of things, um, I have to agree <laughs> with him on, uh, on this one. Uh, Jody Chambrell, uh, Proper, proper talent. Uh, funnily enough, he's a brother to Reek plays for Great College at under 16 level. Flowers, and, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's also a, a proper talent. Um, but, uh, older brother playing for more nuts, uh, big, big things of him. But, but getting back to JT straight on with, with your pick, um, it's about the balance for me. Eh? The balance he has when he runs, the balance he has when he kicks, um, maturity beyond his years, um, and, and we saw last year that Otaniqua successfully used him a lot as first receiver as well. You know, even though he played at fullback, he, do, he does, he does sort of run the game from fullback. And, and for a grade 11 player to do that, um, was pretty special. And that Otaniqua side this year is going to be a proper, proper, proper outfit. Proper. Exciting. Um, you know, they're going to, they're going to scare some people. Not that they, that, not that they ever a bad side, but, uh, they have worked hard with this group of players, um, for this year. So. Yeah, between between Chambrel and Stradom, um, I, I feel pretty comfortable to agree with Hannes that that one of them will be will be wearing green and gold 
at under 18 level and perhaps both of them um, later on this year. And uh, maybe in my mind, Shambril, just for those flashes of brilliance, you know, might, I, might have a slight advantage, but then, then it depends on, on, on how you want to coach and, and how you want to play. Um, perhaps there's even, even space for both of them in, in, in the same back line. No, for sure. And I, I just think uh, two other honorable mentions that I had, J.C. Mars from uh, Old Boys and Gilmo Mento from Bishops, all such story players. I mean, I think the one thing we know, guys, is that the amount of depth and talent in this country is absolutely frightening when you take a look at some of these boys coming through. And someone that I didn't mention too much is, as well as Yaku Williams from Glenwood. I mean, these guys are going to have to work their backsides off this year to take that number 15 jersey because there's a lot of competition there. Cool. Tom, uh, yeah, I wanted to mention earlier that probably in, uh, with the amount of death of our, in, our, in our country, with the talent that we have in South Africa, that probably in each of these positions that you pick, this probably a name that um, we don't even know about. That's probably at a school like Uppington or the Jasper Visas of this world or the Quibus Visas at Uppington that that we don't even know of. So we just could come up during the season and that's pro- probably the part that still gets me a lot excited after 17 years or a bit um, doing this that um, these those those guys that also probably make it um, and I'm going to be not for every position but probably at fullback as well and um, be one of those parents that send you a mail um, I think you forgot about David Twala of Ichi Janssen you can put him in there as an honourable mention as well probably yeah, yeah I've looked at the, the problem that I had as well was that uh, because there was no Grand Como two years ago, I struggled to know who's under 17 and who's under, uh, well, who's under 18 and under 19 or whatever, right? And, um, like David Twyla was a big miss. Sophia from, uh, Helper Car was a massive miss. I think the hook of the Vic Lottery, uh, from no, Tasfontein, like, I mean, I, I thought these guys were all like matrix and levers, right? And, uh, yeah, it's like, but that, but that's part of the learning process, right? So you make your okay. mistakes and that's how you learn. It's also difficult to keep track of um, so many boys and knowing oh. where they come from and how, their ages and everything. It's uh, it's not that we have 20 schools in this country that participate. Yes, we have a few elite here that's very good, um, but probably we, we have uh, a lot of schools, a lot of boys that, um, that play this game. Yeah, exactly. You mentioned earlier, I can't remember who mentioned it, but one of you mentioned um, how well a fullback needs to be able to control the game and how that's something I think fullbacks aren't always spoken about as much as other positions where there's necessarily the obvious flair. I mean, fullbacks a lot of the time are controlling the game. They're managing the back line and, and doing a great job. So I think that we've spent so long talking about fullback shows how important it is. But I think to to go on to the rest of the list now uh, so that this doesn't become a, a, a three-hour show. <laughs> okay, I'll... I'll... Full steam ahead. Um, so right <laughs> wing, I went, I went with, uh, JJ. Okay. How do I pronounce this? Is it daughters or daters? Cause I'm a, I'm a safety. You must remember this. It, it's, well, uh, well, that's I'm not sure. It's put my help there. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's one of, it's one of those. If, if you ask me to do the game in Afrikaans, he's going to be JJ daughters. And if I'm commentating it in English, it might be JJ daters. But uh, yeah, what a pick, eh? what a player. Another one of those, uh, those uh, Otaniqua guys who, who, who played last year as well. Um, and uh, yeah, special talent. 
it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a pretty dangerous back three to kick deep on. Um, is the back three of Ataniqua. Um, if if you're gonna kick deep against them, you're gonna have to have to have a pretty special ten doing that job. Um, and then in saying that, you know that might be that might be the one challenge for 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 daughters is is when flyoffs start turning him around. Um, mm. You know when they do get the ball in behind him. Um, you know. Those, those players with the flair and the skills and the pace, isn't that so often their Achilles heel? Um, you know, they, they love it going forward, um, and he's magical with that. But every now and then you just get that, that, that Louis Kuhn, or uh, uh, Liam Kuhn rather, sort of fly-off, who played for Paul Jim last year, who's, who's able to turn those wingers around. Um, you know, somebody like a, like a Ian van der Merwe maybe this year at, at Great College. Um, you know, he's got a massive left boot. Maybe, maybe he'll be able to get those guys to turn around. And that'll be his challenge. But, uh, on the front foot, absolutely devastating. And, and in conjunction with Stratum, um, they will score some of the better at, at attacking or uh, counter attacking tries in, in school ball rugby in 2023. I won't add too much to that. Um, I also think it's going to be an exciting season. And, and we're probably going to have a bit more highlight rings this year. On the social media with some exciting tries by, I look at this team as well with Dartus and Stradom so far. And with the next one coming up, Tom, as well. And, uh, as, as Put mentioned, probably was it now a flashy guy. And I would be more excited about that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I just wanted to go through just a couple of honorable mentions. It was Clutty from St. Andrews, who I really liked last year. Jason Yuko from Clasmontaine. Uh, Martin Wooder from Great College, Scott Bells from Paul Voice and Zerna Prince from Oakdale. Just my, my final point on JJ is that, you know, a lot of our wingers have got exceptional speed, but not that size and strength. I mean, he's just an outlier in those terms. You know, he's, he's like a proper bulldozer when he runs. And that was as a grade 11. I imagine him in his matricula because you know the growth difference between grade 11 and grade 12. I think he's going to be one of the best wingers we've seen in many years. Um, I'm very, very confident that he's going to have an outstanding season. Spur back bacon is like having fillet for breakfast because back bacon has more meat and less fat and we grill that back bacon at 350 degrees then serve it with two large eggs golden chips grilled tomato toast and jam and at only 49.90 for our unreal breakfast why not bring the whole family spur people with a taste for life t's and c's apply um okay so Outside center, uh, went with Dimitri Rasmus from Tusfontein. Um, to me, it was a no brainer. I think this guy just, by personal opinion, I think he walks into the SA schools team. I know that he's going to have some competition, like in every position, but, um, you talk about outliers, you know, someone that just got speed, uh, off the mark, um, excellent defense, um, just an excellent reading of the game. Our rugby RQ, that's just someone I think is a natural talent. I'm really, really looking forward to seeing him this year. And I think Tusfontein, I, th- I think they're going to be pushing hard for that number one spot. They've been so close for so many years. Um, and this could really well be their year, in my opinion. I oh, know. I'm uh, happy with me. Yeah. Yeah. No, but with me, worked uh, last year at Hartfontein. Uh, that's a disclaimer. And knowing Dimitri, uh, Dimitri came to Hartfontein from Artistros Day and he has developed extensively in the in last year being there. And, um, he's got a, he's a player that has, he's got that ability to, I don't know, if you want someone to get you over the advantage line, get you past the, 
defensive line of any team. I'll probably just give the ball to Dimitri. He's, he's got something in that uh, the acceleration that he's got um, from uh, from a, a stop start. He, he's just he's exceptional in that. And and I think at the outside center, he, he's probably the top pick in the country. I already probably thought last year he he could have uh, pressed for a bigger honor selection uh, uh, in, in in South African schools. Yeah, I've got absolutely no disagreement or no, no even you know almost nothing to add. I think I think heading into the season, he he is a guy that that'll stand out. Um, just a, a you know a slight danger always also for players like this. If, if we think back last year to somebody like Jarenzo Julius, um, mm. you know so much is expected of you, um, and and. To make sure that you live up to that expectation sometimes becomes a burden um, on a player. Hannes will Hannes will know Dimitri well. He'll know he, he'll be able to cope with that. Um, but obviously, also now all of a sudden sides are preparing specifically for you. Um, you know, thanks to 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 the digital world and, and to all the productions. You know, I have video footage so regularly available. Um, and and the coaches who playing Karlsfontein this year, the sides who playing Karlsfontein rather, their coaches will know Dimitri Rasmus. They'll know, you know, exactly what he'll want to try and do, and obviously they'll try and counter that. But uh, yeah, special talents. Uh, expect a, expect a massive year from him, and uh, obviously there's some some quality in the honourable mentions as well, Tom. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, in terms of those honorable mentions, what Gino Caputo from Strand, he was SS Schools A last year, I believe. Ashwin Darman's a, a, another one from Antonique. James Nero from Durbanville, he played uh, as a winger for Durbanville last year in some games, but I think he'll go to 13 this year. Tadiwa Chukotiro from Kingsland, Zimbabwean kid, looks the real deal. Lawanele Gaba from Queens is back. Nick Allison from Bishops looks great. And then also Campbell Riddle from Michael House. Um, then at 12, I went, oh, this was very difficult. And I had to rely on my panel, my same panel that were too chicken to come up on, uh, super sports schools and join us on this. Um, you guys will know some of them. Um, but yeah, with uh, number 12, I went with Henny Otto from Old Jim. I've just got a very special feeling about him this year. Um, I think he's got great pedigree. I think he would have been an absolute superstar in 99% of first teams last year. But when you got Philip Albert for Nikok in front of you, it's a bit tough. You know what I mean? That's just all the quality of Belgium. But Peter Rousseau is one of the finest rugby brains in school rugby, um, great strategist. And I'm just really excited to see what he's going to do with Eddie this year. I think he could be a battery brand. He could be an extra man at the breakdown. Um, you know, defensive, he's very sound. I think he's, he's got a lot going for him. Yeah. Um, I have to agree. Um, and especially in the way Paul Jim plays, um, they, they 12. Is, a, is an integral part of, of their whole game plan. Um, you know, so often you refer to Philip Albert for Nikak. Um, injury curtailed his season slightly last year. Um, but he, he was one of, one of the hottest properties in South African schoolboy rugby early on last year. Um, for good reason. And, and Otto, you can expect him to fill that same kind of mold that, that Pierre Alphanikak did last year. Um, because of the way Peter and Paul Jim likes to play. Um, you know, so, so it's a great, it's a great side to be at 12 in, um, because a lot of the decision making and a lot of things happening on the field for Paul Jim happens in that channel. Um, so 
you know, Otto will, will have umpteen opportunities to show his worth um, in, in the way they'll play. And I think more often than not, he'll, he'll control that midfield really well for Paul Jim. Obviously, he'll, he'll have other 12s that are really gunning for him as well. As we spoke about Dimitri Erasmus, um, same thing will, will, will happen with him. But I'm sure he'll, he'll take good care of himself in that inside channel. There's been players um, that played SA schools in the standard nine year, uh, like Cliff Moulton at office, uh, Diego Paulus at Karlsfontein, and then don't make the squat in the trick. Um, and it's because of development and, uh, it's a lot of, uh, and that's why I, I think there's a, it's, it's, it's whole, it's open for, for discussion and, uh, at the end of the season, that's why I like this as well. Uh, see where we probably, uh, with Tom and, and his panel has, uh, missed a view, but that, that's the exciting part of school work. That's what I enjoy. This is where it, it doesn't say that if a name is here, that, that, that person would be the, the best player of the season. It, it, you don't know what the guys did in December, how many pull-ups they've done, how many push-ups, how hard these guys work. Because it's, it's all in, in rugby. These days, you have to outwork the guys. It's that uh, a quote about talent and hard work always comes to mind. And it's, it's, it's really true in schoolboy rugby. And inside center is probably the, uh, the, was probably one of your most difficult ones. If I, when I went through the lesson, I thought, ah, this must have been what difficult one to pick. Brutal. And because the, it, it's brutal. Yeah. So, yeah, but I, I, I mean, Benito Huda, um, haven't played that inside center yet for Gray College. He, uh, I think he, 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 he started a wing or outside center. And so it's, it's still, and I'll be best, um, uh, he's also a good prospect that I've seen last year. He was very good at the St. John's College, uh, Easter Festival last year. So, yeah, uh, some good names here and the honorable mentions as well. For sure. Um, yeah, like Daniel van Amava from Paul Boys. I mean, him against Otto at uh, the Paul Dogmies and has some real spice to it. Ciso France from Kuzni, fantastic. The clerk from Wonders. Ruben Thompson from Stenenberg. I mean, again, guys, we could sit here all day talking about uh, players in these positions. But uh, obviously, just I'll move on to the left wing. Um, I went with uh, Jamil de Jong. Um, look, there's a lot of quality here as well. But to me, this honestly was a bit of an easy one. Um, just a high quantity player. Again, another guy that showed incredible maturity, um, in his grade 11 year. Um, I think he's going to be a key part of the team this year. Funny enough, I just got a message. He's actually playing number 13 today, which I found, uh, uh, you know, quite strange because I'm, I just pictured him as an out and out wing, but must remember his brother was an exceptional number 13 himself. And he's at the Lions, um, at the moment, great, doing great things over there. So, yeah. I oh, know. Um, I think that's what the, Quite an easy pick to make. Uh, Jamil is a, a proper game breaker. Um, he showed it last year. Him and his brother was um, for Paul Mozart, and he's probably going to be uh, one of the most important uh, cocks in the wheel there for the attack of Paul Mozart this year again. So, um, yeah, quite a, a, a good pick there. And yes, I must say, um, you picked up seeing Hayden Tormay this year as well. Good pick. Um, it's a name that I didn't uh, pick up earlier, so it's good. Good pick there, Tom, on Hayden Dumay, as well um, as Mulisi Gumedi and Enzo Lovaskakni. Paul Jim, I, I quite like, I would like to see a lot more of Enzo Lovaskakni this year. Um, it seemed last year he, when he got his chances that he, he, he grabbed them, but I, I believe this year could be his year as well. 
hundred percent. And I think he's playing number 13 as well. So a combination between him and uh, Henny Otters is going to do some real damage this year. Um, just another player that uh, to mention, uh, Juma Messi from Rondebosch. Um, I think he's going to have an outstanding year as well. Big, powerful winger. Um, then a fly-off, I went with, uh, and look, I mean, this position is absolutely stacked this year. There's so much talent there. So before I mention the player, I mean, just the honorable mentions, uh, just to go through this list, guys, I mean, you guys know your rugby. Uh, JT Kapunk from Bertie, well, exceptional. Gabriel Central Custom very special. Um, Logan Miller from Framsby, I think he's a dark horse. He reminds me a lot of, uh, uh like, uh, a young, uh, Matt Gitto. I like Chris Horak from Hilton, Barnes from Monument, who's a grey high school last year, Ian Fanameva from Grey College, Shaiwan Black from Bishops, Lorcha from Westville, Tadazil from Pretoria Boys is something to keep an eye on, Wana Pretorius from All Boys, and of course, Tishon Hari. Now, with all this quality there, it was still an easy choice for me, and that was Carl Smith. I think he was actually really, really close to being named the number one prospect by us. He's such an exceptional talent. Apparently, a great cricket player as well, if I'm not mistaken. I think he was the leading point scorer at under 13 Craven Week. And you see so many guys at under 13 Craven Week fall by the wayside when they make the, when they go through their senior career. He's just like a fish in water in that first team. And I mean, he had Liam Kuhn in front of him last year as a, in the fly off. But when Liam was injured, he took up the position. Uh, you know, he took the opportunity with both hands. I thought he was absolutely amazing, uh, last year. And I think he's going to do massive things this year. Yeah, I agree. I think Carl Smith is a, is a real special talent, uh, Tom. Uh, you know, it's, it's about taking those opportunities. He was playing behind Liam Kuhn last year. And, uh, I distinctly remember a conversation I had with, uh, with one of the, one of the guys really involved in schools rugby in, in, in South Africa saying when Kuhn got injured, I think a lot of sides went, thanks. You know, uh, when we play Paul Germ, Liam Kuhn won't be playing. And I met, and I remember mentioning, I said, I think they might be slightly more dangerous with Kyle Smith at 10. Um, different skill sets, you know, that he brought to the game than Liam could. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you what. I love JT Kapunk. Mm. I think, I think JT Kapunk is something really special. Um, he played in a, in a Nortevil side last year that, that, you know, didn't light the world on fire. They were not bad. They were, they had some good results and, and some indifferent results. But, uh, I thought, you know, JT Kapunk, he really caught my eye, uh, uh, last year. I enjoyed the way he plays. He's a good goal kicker as well. Um, he takes the odd snap drop. Uh, you know, he's that, he's that fly off who's, who's literally in the opposition's faces and, and, and playing on the advantage line. So I think, yeah, Carl Smith, number one for sure. Um, but I, I love, I love JT, uh, uh, Gabrielson from, from Hauswundsland as well. And then, uh, uh, you know, if you're looking, if you're looking to control the game with a massive left boot, almost Liam Kunlak, then, then keep your eyes on Ian van der Merwe from Great College. Um, he's got a massive boot. You know, he kicks the ball. He kicks, he's got a kick like a donkey. You know, he's, he's, he kicks the ball prodigious distances. And, uh, half bell this year will be something interesting. Just to jump in, I think you guys mentioned that there's this depth, uh, which is really exciting considering the struggles we've had at international level at fly half, especially over the last year. So it's, it's, it's quite cool to see that there's all this talent coming through, Tom. Well, 100%. I mean, if, if anything, we, we too blessed to talent to 10 because last year, you think about, uh, Liam couldn't, we've spoken about him. Stan Heyman's was something special as well. 
Um, so, I mean, Thurlon Williams, I mean, you can go on. There's just, there's so much talent coming through. It's very exciting times, especially in the pivot position. But just to add on to what Scott was saying, I think JT Kapak is really going to shine this year because Lord Leopold got an exceptional group of under-17s. I mean, they were very exciting as under-16s. I think they're going to mature quite nicely. And they've got, a, they've got a very decent group of under-18s. So I think all those factors combined is going to give JT the freedom to play his game. Not as an underdog, but maybe on the front foot of the as well. Um, okay, then, but, but nine, uh, this was extremely tough. Extremely tough. But uh, at the end, I went with Hashim Pete from Bishops just because you really, really excited me last year. I, I just think the stopping runs, that sort of uh, combination that he has with Shywin Blackenberg was just something really exciting. Um, and I think it's definitely going to be a, a time for him to shine this year. I think, uh, you know, that, that number nine jersey potentially is going to be quite a fight. I mean, you got Keanu Everson from Monument as well. That looks special. Lewis from Old Boys is back. Um, so maybe not as much depth at te- like, as he is at 10, but there's still a heck of a lot of quality out there. But Ashim's very exciting. Uh, just a purely instinct based player and just has fun with the, uh, with the game. But, uh, I would definitely also probably went with Pete if I had to pick a team at this stage. And um, Emerson as well from Monas, he was very good last year as well. And I uh, can't wait to see him in action this season as well. Um, but uh, I, I like to use to say um, that probably the best scrum off in the country uh, every year at schoolboy level is playing for the Peaches at Great College. Um, he's too naughty to play for the first team and then he plays. <laughs> I, I remember Pete von Sobeck, third team for the Peaches, as well as uh, there was a guy, Peter Smith, who also played for the Peaches while other guys were playing SA schools the first team, but that third team guy, I'm like, wow. Um, ask the guys, why is, is he not playing high? No, he's a bit naughty. So, yeah, probably um, the best scrum off is somewhere in the Peaches there at Great College, but that, that's the thing was that they, yeah, they were talking about the death of the talent in our country um, but yeah scrum off is always it's, it's a difficult one because uh, you know scrum off and Lucas they, they, it's a special uh, breed of player you you don't pick those positions you pick you so um, I can't wait to see the scrum offs and, and they are the guys that makes it it's exciting it's um, that's what makes schoolboy rugby exciting we don't see as many box kicks um, and that's what these guys are they, they, you, you can't get them to box kick they'll rather run it Hundred um, percent. Okay, then eight man. Um, this was this is a bit of a coin toss because I'm a massive fan of Dwayne Malabo from Michael House. I think he's going to have a big year. He's a big, strong boy. Um, Dieter Schubert is a fantastic player as well. Sasha Kadira, Barry van Heerden. I mean, there's a lot of players we could go through. Um, but when I saw him in Thailand, JJ Turon was targeted like no other player. If, Every international school knew that to stop Gray, they had to try and stop him. And he, his character just shone through. As a young man, as a leader, he stayed disciplined. He never lost his head on the field. And I even had a chat to the Hamilton boys coach, and he was just saying, like, that kid's a very special talent. Um, and I, I just think, um, you know, this is going to be a massive year for him. Uh, the number eight jerseys almost ceased to lose in the green and gold, in my humble opinion. Um, I just think a very special young talent. Yeah, um, look, uh, obviously being based in Bloom, I get to see a lot of JJ Tron. Um, I got to see a lot of him last year. Played Craven Week already in his grade 11 year. Um, and I have to agree with you. You know, there's just something about certain players, even if it's not necessarily always performance-based. 
You know, it is the it is the influence he has on his teammates. It's the influence he has on his old school. Um, if you go way back, you know, JJ Tron is is eighth man for great college. If you go way back, right to the eighties, Gray had a player, uh, you know, Ruben Kruger, who was who was a lot alike. Um, you know, <laughs> massive performances on the field, um, but it was the respect he had from opponents, you know, and from teammates, and from the great eight. You know, who's hero he is. Um, he's a boy from Crawford and Nett originally. Um, you know, and uh, I expect massive things of him this year. Um, you know, and that's, and, and, and we speak about depth. You know, somebody that could probably get into that honorable mention list is the Cherry's eighth man of Great College called Keegan Scholes, who when, sure. who when JJ is not playing, you know, or JJ went off uh, against Valcom Khim with the injury, on comes Scholes. And, and, and he's like an energizer bunny. He just keeps going. So, um, the battle when Gray plays off is between JJ Tron and Dita Schubert. Um, it's going to be something special. That, that is something to keep your eyes on as, as school rugby lovers in South Africa. Um, in, in the classic clash when Gray College takes on off which this year will be in bloom. Um, Schubert will be coming, uh, uh, for JJ Tron, just like, you know, the guys from Hamilton, et cetera, did go at him. Um, but he'll be able to take care of himself and or himself and then and then Malaba as well. Um keep your eye on him. Special things to come. But I just think as a complete package, uh, uh JJ Tron has to get the nod. For sure. Um okay, then on to number seven. Um there should be no surprises here. Um uh Stephen Fuller from Paul Boys. Uh we named him number one prospect as well. Others, you know very well. You made him go viral when he was just 14 years old after that tackle against Monument. <laughs> I, I remember you posted on School of Rugby and I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of views that thing got. I mean, if you take a look at it across social media, there must be millions of views. And, you know, you almost feel bad for that kid because, I mean, look, like, Devon makes this massive tackle, but you never think about the kid lying there on the ground. Like, when he's 70 <laughs> years old, when he's 70 years old, these mates are going to be straight in this clip. Hey, look what happened in the reality, you know, 50 years, 60 years ago. Whatever it was, it was absolutely incredible. And I, I think he could have hit an international player with, with that and the goal would have felt You know what I mean? And that's the thing is that if you take a look at him as a grade 11, he bullied guys that are even bigger than him. It's, it's, and like, he's a big boy, but he's not the biggest school boy out there. But like, God, props, would, props would be in fear of this kid. And one of the things that made me laugh as well is that they're, they're players that have that certain aura about them. And it's, it's almost like a Bucky's worker type thing, you know, where if they hit an opponent, shoulder charge him or something, the guys don't come around him and push and all the rest of that to get him out, you know, to basically let him know that he's such a teammate. They're like, no, nah, I'm staying out of this. You know, they, they just, they, they don't want any part of Devon Fuller. So, um, you know, to, to me, that was an easy one to name as a number one prospect. Um, look, Diavok Fab is fantastic. I've been watching him since he's uh, under 14. Romeo's great. Ferreira from Stellenberg. Yabu and Zamela. I mean, this is a kid, you know, Yabu and Zamela doesn't sound like a, an, like an Afrikaans kid from Arlo Lampo that wants to study agriculture, but that shows you the diversity in our country. President uh, um, Lotto from Sachs. I led to Wesley from Rondebosch. But we talk about like Dieter Schubert versus JJ Teron. That clash I'm really looking forward to is JJ Teron versus Devon Fuller. Because, uh, you know, I, I believe they're probably friends off the field, but on the field for that match, no one's going to stand back for each other. It's just going to be, uh, you know, an unstoppable force against the immovable object. 
I know. And Tom, I, I must say, when I hear the name Devon Fuller, I get a ache here in the ribs just about here. And um, you've never tackled me, but I get flashbacks of days gone by. But yeah, um, I think uh, when you, you face Devon Fuller, probably uh, none of the guys are looking forward to take the ball up too much if he stands there waiting for you. And um, yeah, that clip, um, I think on, on, on School of Break, back then, it got more than 1.6 million views and it went viral everywhere, Australia, even America. So uh, it's probably the most watched video ever of schoolboy rugby in South Africa, to be honest. Uh, and uh, on the various platforms that it went out, a very fearful player and um, uh, uh, he would be an easy, easy pick. But um, uh, not for me to, uh, look, it sounds now like I'm like almost like Sputin, little big cherries and peaches players as well. <laughs> now, um, I'm, I'm going to just mention one class from Dan player that probably have to be your honorable mentions as well. It's Aubrey van der Westhuizing. Mm-hmm. Um, he's the guy who, who scored that try against Paul Ruiz that got the win for Gartfontein. He's only matric this year and he's going to also be uh, one to reckon with. So the first one, before even Gray and Office take each other, him and um, Schubert is going to fight it out and uh, uh, as well. He's then the loose forwards and uh, before they take each uh, become teammates probably for the Bruebles team again uh, at the Craven Week. So yeah, quite exciting. For sure. Honest. Um, I've got to get in here just quickly, Luck. You know, I think I'm thinking about the viewers, yeah. And obviously all these names that we that we're naming is guys that we've seen so much of. You know, and, and I think that's the beauty of the Super Sports Schools product getting bigger and bigger, is we're going to see a likes of, of of a lot of new faces and a lot of new players. But where in the past three or four years you really saw a lot of rugby from Gasfontein and Uffish and Great College and Boys Eye and Kim. You know, and all of these schools. Um, a, a name that I have to just quickly throw in there at the number seven jersey is the name of Manu Stockport. So Stockport, mm. um, you know, is is uh, played lock last year for Great College, and and I think he is in Tom's honourable mentions as a lock forward. Um, but he is currently playing at number seven, and uh, you know he's he's really pulling his weight as well early in the season. Um, so might throw him into that mix and, and got to agree with you, Hannes, uh, Aubrey von and what a menace he is on the ground as well, you know, making, making turnovers at will. So, um, yeah, what talent in the number seven position, but Divan Fuller, you know, I don't want to play against him. <laughs> that's a fact. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. You mentioned Mono, like, yeah, I did have him down as a lot, but I watched him over the weekend and uh, he's another rough and tough player. I mean, you just think about. The days when we were in school compared to now, I mean, you know, no matter, uh, we thought we had big boys back then, but it's just a different level nowadays. And, you know, it's through something like super sports schools and, um, you know, being a, like we can take a look at kids from Bethlehem Fortrack or Kurtfalk or anywhere. It's just, it's, a, it's an amazing platform and amazing exposure for the youngsters. So I can't wait to see what Eden Gems we're going to find out in this position as well. Spur back bacon is like having fillet for breakfast because back bacon has more meat and less fat and we grill that back bacon at 350 degrees then serve it with two large eggs golden chips grilled tomato toast and jam and at only 49.90 for our unreal breakfast why not bring the whole family spur people with a taste for life t's and c's apply um number six i went to the john henry split from uh, gray college 
Um, another one I saw in Thailand that, uh, you know, has such an incredibly high work rate. I think his, his father was Philip Smith, um, you know, a very underrated sprint, in my opinion. And uh, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree, as they say, you know, he's got that strength. He's got that warrior spirit in him. And, uh, you know, if Mono stays at seven, you've got the JJ Tron, Mono stop for the Johnny Smith. Um, that seems like a pretty formidable loose trio. Yeah, John Henry, you know, grew in stature through through the season last year um, when he played for Great College. You know, at the, at the start of the season, he had a couple of indifferent games. Um, and and as that season went on, you could just see him finding his feet in that first side and, and become more and more influential. I think he was going to have a, a big role to play for Great College this year, um, as will JJ Tron, obviously. Um, a name that a name that I I quite like and quite enjoy is that of uh, Jeff Winbeso um, mm. from Motaniqua. I think he's a I think he's a really special talent. Um, saw him playing against Great College in Bloemfontein last year, and I thought there's just something about this kid, you know, um, explosive. Yeah, so I I, I kind of like him, and then and then uh, you know Gideon Barnard from Framesby as well. It's it's almost one one tends to forget with all the sides in the Eastern Cape, sometimes one tends to forget the amazing seasons that Framesby has had in past years um, and, and look for a couple of their players to make a big impact. But being from, being from Bloemfontein, absolutely agree with your choice of uh, Jean-Henri Smith. Okay. Uh, number five, I went with Boris, but the best agent from Monument. Um, I, I think it's... I think it would be hard to disagree with that regardless. I mean, uh, an absolute stalwart in that monument team, big, strong player. I mean, you know, those uh, Kruger's dog, they don't, I don't know what they feed them over there, but she's <laughs> some big boys and strong boys over there. Eh? Just think about the last couple of years and, uh, you know, they play very hard rugby and, uh, uh, yeah, he was in the SA schools mix last year as well. So, you know, as a grade 11 and we know how rare that is. So I think he's definitely been someone to watch. I think he's injured for the first couple of weeks of the season, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, should definitely be coming back very soon. Yes, he played a bit of a injury last year as well. Uh, finishing, uh, played in the final as well against Kartenpen uh, and Wordball. Um, but Ulrich, real prospect, very good. But um, so one of those others as well. I've, I've uh, we, we've mentioned stops off uh, at lock, but um, moved out to flanker. But to be honest, with him, he hadn't put two years since had a good season last year. We could build on that um, and being. Better this year, it's going to be a huge impact on that as well. If I've seen this, I'm, going to, I'm glad that you've got his name here, Jakob Krobar at Fichard Park. What a player! Big lock. He's probably going to be Fichard Park's uh, um, first Craven players in a couple of years because he's he's proper. His work rate is high. He's he's going to fit right in. It's going to be interesting to see him um, if he comes and plays a bit of a, at, a, at a bigger level at Craven I, I hope we can see him there. Very good player. Yeah, honest. Just, sorry, just just to just to you know add on there from you, uh, just a, a nice story about Jakub Kroblar from from Fichard Park. Um, everybody in schools rugby knows who Yeah Van Yerden is, who played for the South African school side last year, and currently at the Bulls. I remember last year asking Yeah Van Yerden what he thinks about Jakub Kroblar, and uh, those of you that know Yeah knows he's straight to the point. He just said Yeah Manier is by art. Um, so uh, he, he he really rated Jakub Kroblar and, and out of the horse's mouth, you know. So I think look forward for Jakub Kroblar to make a big impact this year in, in schools rugby. 
Um, he did so against Yaman Schalt already. Um, you know, Pichot Park getting the victory there, which was a, a big surprise to a lot of people. So look, look, look out for Jakob Krumler. For sure. Just another player that, uh, uh, two players I'd really like to mention. Uh, Michael Cronier from Otaniqua, you know, part of that, that dream team. Looks a very talented player. Marco Spain from Paul Jim. He was injured last year, but then again, he had two SS Knox plus, uh, Slap and Mark. Uh, there as well, so maybe the sport should for him, you know, there'd be a lot of competition there. Um, and then obviously, just one more uh, polite period from Ronda Bosch. He also really looks a good, uh, good this year, but I definitely agree with you guys' assessments. There's some very interesting players there. Um, and then to move on to number four, I went to Dario Boyder from Paul Jim, another no brainer, guys. I mean, part of the SS schools mix. Um, he had his lock partner was also SS schools from Paul Jim, and uh. You know, someone again who's just going to have a big year now. Him and Marco uh, together, uh, Marco staying, uh, that, that could be another SA schools or national block period. Who knows? Got to agree. Uh, Daniel Buerta, a bit of a no brainer. Um, you know, funnily enough, also started the year last year in Paul Jim's second side. Um, played the, played at the North South tournament in the first couple of games in the second side and then got rushed into the first, you know, after an injury. Um, you know, it's it's one of those players you can't get him out of your mind. Having commentated a game or two of him, he wore that yellow scrum cap last year. Uh, exactly. Paul Paul Jim, and 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 he was just you know absolutely awesome for them. Uh, one guy that that you know, not a lot of people would have picked up. Um, and uh, please please forgive me because I, I do spend most of my time in Bloemfontein, but is a is a youngster with a name of Heinrich Thron. Yes. So Heinrich. Uh, Played Bonthoma week last year for the Free State. Um, and, and he's a bit of a man mountain. Um, you know, he, he regularly breaks records, uh, uh, in shot put on the athletics track. Um, unknown, perhaps being in grade 11. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's not going to stand back for anything or anyone, uh, during this year. So expect, uh, expect a decent season from him as well. And then, you know, just on the honorable mentions as well, you know, Liam Tablanche, Glenwood, uh, Ben Livesey, Kersney, Chart Hubert. You know, it's, it's going to be, going to be that position, the number four lock, that enforcer role that, that's really going to be interesting to watch. And, and guys, although Daniel Witta is leading that back by some way, guys will definitely want to prove that they, that they can, can, can rough and tumble with it. For sure. Um, Okay, top Ted, this was very tough. Um, I, I went with a bit of an outlier, but you know, your, your sort of instinct tells you to go with, uh, whoever's paying for Grey College. Just be honest, because you know, he's almost automatically going to make the SS school scene. Um, but I really like the look of him and Lubber from Stellenberg. I just think he, he's a big boy. He's very active on the field. He's a powerful in the scrum. And, um, I'm just a massive fan of the Jade Brigade and their style of rugby. I just, uh, they, they, they're one of those like up and coming programs where the whole school's behind it. There's a lot of excitement up in the air. There's a lot of talent coming through. And, uh, you know, I think Hammond's going to be vital to their plans this year. I think, uh, you know, if, if he's on fire, I think the team will be on fire. Last year, they relied a lot on Damian Marcus and you can't really rely on a prop to make any magic happen, but you can rely on him to, uh, you know, sort of get the team going and get the hairs going, so to speak. I know, um, Adam Lebo, I would have probably picked him as well. 
Uh, I quite like him. I like the way he, a prop, uh, a tight end prop, uh, doesn't, isn't showboating. It's not, yeah, he's, he's get down to business. Um, exactly. it's, uh, a, a tight end prop is, is your guy in the team. If you ask him to carry the ball, he's like, no, can, can I rather rock and, um, and scrum? That's what they want to do. They don't want to do the fancy stuff in the game. So, um, I quite like Herman Levy. He does uh, those things well. Um, uh, Donny Rasmus, he, uh, I've watched him as well in Thailand over the streams, and he was very good that side as well. I was impressed by him of great college, but um, I'm sure there's someone from Paul Boys Eye because Paul Boys Eye usually, I think they probably have the most SA schools props through history. Um, but um, it's always, it's, it's, these are the difficult guys because you don't see highlight reels of them. <laughs> no, you don't. Of a tight day prop. So it's, it's probably one of the difficult ones to, you will have to um, be a connoisseur to watch the scrums and see those guys and see really what they're doing in the dark arts there. But uh, I, I quite like your choice there, um, Herman Dober. Yeah, just one more player to mention that uh, I, I don't know if he's lost a bit of weight this year or anything, but uh, Brass stopped him from West Ball. I think he was tipping, he was tipping the scales about 145 kgs last year as a, as an under 17. So yeah, um, big boy. And like you said, the proper tight head. He's not interested in the fancy stuff, showboating. He just wants to get in there and get stuck into his opponents. And then, you know, leave it at that. Um, then Hooker, uh, Another obvious one. I mean, there's a lot of interesting plays, but Chris, uh, Christian Everett from DHS, he was SS schools. Um, I thought he was very impressed last year. Um, I think there's, look, there's a lot of competition, the case in Erie, but just in that province in terms of the hooking position. But, um, you know, if, if he stays injury free and, uh, you know, just focuses on the, the game and doing the basics right, I think he's going to have a massive year. DHS has transformed as a program. Nathan Smith from Odin. Nick was uh, someone to keep an eye out on. Nick is from Stalford from Weinberg. Again, uh, Albi Baton and uh, Devon van der Valk, both in the KZN area. Very interesting players. Ron Valdman from Halkwakar. Seat van Royen from Affies. And one of the Bapenis said to keep a close eye on John Ray Schoolman from Bootyville. Said he's going to have a message this year. Yeah, it's, uh, hookers are such an integral part of any schools team, aren't they? I mean, it's, you know, if, if, if you can have that guy sort of in that, in that, a fourth loose forward position, you know, getting down to the ground. I think Christian Everett, um, what I've seen of him, he's just a little class above current. Um, you know, I thought he had a, I thought he had a really outstanding uh, year last year. Um, and, and the players are going to play a bit of catch up. Um, I'm speaking slightly under correction, but David Lotteren, um, is he not That's in the what I this year, Anis? Um, I think. I think he's a, I think he's a special talent as well. Um, and, and he'll have a proper go, uh, uh this year of, of getting that, that, that green gold jersey, um, into his hands. Um, but once again, we'll see surprises. We'll see players coming out of, out of, sort of out of nowhere. We'll see grade 11s. We, we, we don't see as under 16 so often or, or hasn't, haven't been able to see them so often. And now, thanks to Super Sports Schools, we will start seeing all those under 16s, 15s, 14s. So, so somebody will come up there, you know, and, and be a surprise package. But, but currently I'll go, I'll go Everett and I'll, I'll just go with a wink and a nudge. I think the Vetlotter will, will, will be right up there this year as well. 
this is the one rare spot that I can actually very quickly jump in as a as a school's rugby referee. The difference it makes having a hooker who can consistently throw lineouts that are straight because in school rugby every now and then there are some wild ones that go all over the place and if you've worked really hard if the other players have worked really hard to win a penalty however they've done it whether it's at scrum time won a penalty there won a turnover at a ruck and then you kick for touch and immediately lose it it can be it can be quite upsetting so it it, it is always great to have a hooker who consistently can throw it straight down the line and i think that's something that's so important for a hooker to be able to do and sometimes if a hooker has a bad day it can really mess up the whole team's performance yeah, I, 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 I can add more uh, you. there uh, because I, I dabbled a bit in hooker at school level um, and afterwards as well that um, probably at school level your best attacking place is from line downs because the defensive lines are 10 meters away and at scrum time you're only allowed to scrum 1.5 meters that we sometimes forget. So your best attacking besides counter attacking and we know because the schoolboys, they're not as consistent in how they attack. So it's probably not uh, uh, the best attacking, but from line out, it's your best. And then you must have a proper hooker that can put it in straight and have quality ball. Then you can um, utilize that uh, extra 10 meters that you have on attack. Agreed. Um, okay, guys. Well, in the final position, uh, last but not least, um, I went to a stay in Trudeau for Matthews. Um, I just think, to me, it was another one of those no-brainers. He is exceptional in the scrum, exceptional in the loose. I just watched him against Dear Munfop this weekend. The kid's got a work rate like you don't see it in the front ranker. Um, not too flashy, does everything, all the basics, 100% right. Um, I think he's going to have a massive future in the game beyond school level even. Yeah, no, I think you, you summed it up perfectly there, uh, Tom. Uh, Stone Treater, um, he's got a bit of flashiness upon him, but just enough. And um, a tight head prop is out that if he goes on a date, he's all, he is not gelled or anything. And then, um, the, the loose head prop, he wears a bit of gel, uh, <laughs> when he goes out. So, um, that's the difference between the two props. But so, Stone Treater is one that does the hard work, but as well as, um, he can do a bit of a flashy work, carry the ball a bit up, hasn't good work right of course lucid prop is a bit loose in the, in the game so um, it helps him a lot so yeah and i think that's a, a very good choice as well from your guy's side all right uh yeah just uh from 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 a perspective of of watching all those names that we put together there's there's just so much talent in south african schoolboy rugby and i think tom you're doing a brilliant job with these with these sort of forecasts for the season and stuff and I would love us to to get together after the season and and see just how accurate accurate you were. But what a pleasure spending time with you guys. Thanks a lot. I can't wait for the season to get underway properly. I've been missing rugby. I can't wait to get out there with my whistle again those Saturday mornings from early on the first games that uh, I run out and there's still a little bit of dew and frost on the grass. Frost, if it's really cold, takes me back to under eight where I played once barefoot and it was just almost frozen not quite but it, it was quite cold very rare in the cape but i'm excited to get out there i'm excited to see new players play and most importantly right here on super sports schools i'm very excited 
to watch our 15. Thanks so much for joining us for this episode of the Supersport Schools podcast brought to you by Spur. It's been a special one in partnership with Next Gen 15. We'll see you next week for another episode. Until then, I've been Alex White. Bye-bye. This has been the Supersport Schools podcast, bringing you stories of our future stars powered by Spur Steak Ranchers.